You're listening to the League of Ordinary Gentlemen podcast with your hosts, Brent and Angelo. This is episode 20 of your favorite podcast, F.A. Tom Foolery. Here we go, Angelo. How are you doing this week? I am doing really well. How are you guys doing? I've, I'm, I've actually started listening to some other hockey podcasts, and I've got to say... It's like you're cheating. No, they're cheating. And they're, taking, they're taking our, uh, our, our ideas or what's going on? Yes, and actually they're not... It's some of the guys that get paid big bucks... Their their podcasts are terrible. Yeah, I'm about to unsubscribe. I listen to the Sportsnet guys every day. Yeah, and uh, Nick Kiprios might be the dumbest human being I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, well, I know. Well, I knew yeah, that before yeah, the podcast. That's not like uh, earth shattering news here. Before we get into things, can I just say one thing about Nick Kiprios? Absolutely. So the other day in their podcast, which I think is their noon show. He was talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning, and he just said they just aren't Stanley Cup contenders, is what he said. Is that what he said, actually? That's the line. He actually said, I don't think of Tampa Bay when I think of (coughs) Stanley Cup contenders. Did you, uh, on that same note, did you at all tune in to to the game last night between the Leafs and and the Lightning? I did not. I was playing hockey myself. if If you had watched five minutes of it, not only was it exciting hockey, but it just goes to show how good Tampa Bay actually is. Vasilevsky is, and we'll get to that in just a second, Vasilevsky is, is in my mind, the top goaltender in the league by uh, far. The uh, stuff he is doing. And he's I just coming he back amazing. from it. Yeah, it's unreal. So um, on, on the Kiprios note, I've got one to talk, uh, uh, I guess one up you. The, right. uh, in terms of the dumb, dumbest commentator is Jeff O'Neill. Really? I haven't... See, I follow him on Twitter. I find him sort of funny, but I never listen to him. What did he say? Dude, he doesn't really say a whole lot. He's got that... He's with Jamie McLennan, that, that pod. He has a podcast with them, and it's just... For me, it's just horrible. The second the second thing is is when he's on, on air. His, it just looks like someone's hit him in the face with a two-by-four. When and, you have a neck tattoo... Well, yeah, yeah. he's got a... He, he's got a <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. Anywho. I don't know. We, we haven't met a lot of the guys in the pool. I'm assuming we have zero neck tattoos. I, I imagine um, Aiden with with uh, the clavicle guns. He has clavicle guns on. Yeah, that's oh, wait, what I think. What about the um, the guy from Sugar Ray? Yeah. yeah the wait, the oh, birds. Yeah, the birds. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the birds. Or, or I'm thinking, to be honest with you, I'm thinking Robin has um, one of the tramp stamps. That's what I'm thinking. Actually, he does. Does he? Yep. There we go. Yep. There we go. It says Spencerville. There we go. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about some teams that are struggling in the NHL. Yeah, this is. we're going to jump right into the show here. Uh, let's talk about some teams that are struggling. Uh, take us away. So, yeah, so we've seen some teams this year that we don't typically see at the bottom of the standings, and uh, their fall has just been uh, incredible this year. The biggest one is Chicago in last place in the NHL yeah, that's, or close uh, to last. I think they won the other day, so maybe they're not in last anymore. It's Yeah, it's pretty pretty remarkable to see their season right now, and and I can I can tell you right now that uh, there will be probably a shakeup on that roster. But the problem is they all have no, no movement clauses. So Oh, <clears throat> yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. You know, Patrick Kane is going nowhere. Uh, Jonathan Taves is going nowhere. The name that comes up the most is Duncan Keith, 35 years old. Yeah. He's got a no trade, but maybe at the end of the year he decides he wants one more kick at the can. Yeah, Chicago's second last in the league, so that's it's crazy. Now, the biggest uh, disappointment has been Los Angeles. They're big, slow, old. Yeah. They have no chance of winning this year. Um, what are your thoughts? What's Well, you've got Quick, right? Yeah, uh, Quick's been injured. Um, he's been back, and he's been playing okay, but I think it comes down to uh, that team as a whole. 
it's a bit obviously disappointing, especially to see. Uh, you know, it can't be just dumped on 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 quick. You 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 have Kopitar there too, who's definitely not having a repeat of last season. Uh, Gump's feeling that, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, it's it's a team that's not not playing that uh, that well at all. Uh, and and uh, I think you're going to see some some people exiting there too as well. Well, so the the name coming out of there that's. Uh, I guess the most popular right now is Jeff Carter, and, and there's a link to Boston, the Boston Bruins and him. He still has uh, three years left at $5 bucks a year. I don't know how Boston would afford that. Yeah. For a guy who's basically, I would think, a third liner now. Yeah, probably now. Yeah. I don't know. But the biggest... Uh, Inconsequential. <clears throat> the biggest shakeup we might see, though two teams, but we'll talk about the first one, St. Louis. Right, they were, they were built to compete and to win the Stanley Cup, and they're not even close. Yeah, they're, 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 they're in... Uh, Fourth in the basement, I guess, if you want to call it. They're f- almost almost last, right? They they are um, a team that is 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 really hurting. And I again, is it is it because of goaltending, or wh- wh- what are you chalking this up to? It can't just be goaltending. They're just again, I think they're just a big slow team. And the NHL has moved to such a fast team. If you watch the Leafs play or yeah. or Tampa, you know they're they're so fast and they're so much fun to watch now. Even Ottawa is who is a terrible team. They're a lot faster than they were, and it's it's really uh, entertaining hockey. So, but that, yeah. but but on that note, though, like one of the one of the other teams that's really struggling is Carolina. They have some young, fast guns on that team. So, is their issue goaltending? Like, like we are we're saying it's not necessarily for St. Louis, but what's the issue that's happening in Carolina? Okay, so let's do this. Let's talk about Carolina and St. Louis because those are the two teams that may be the most active. Um, in reading and listening about Carolina recently. They're chasing a goal scorer. That's why they were in on the Nylander thing, right? Yeah. They desperately want a goaltender, and they are really strong at defense, or that's what they say. So we could see a deal uh, that would see one of their uh, stud defensemen go away, even though they got rid of Noah Hannafin. Yeah. And then who's the guy that you Slavin. have? Slavin. Wasn't it Slavin or something? He's still or Furland? The, he's still on the team. But the guy that you have on your team there, the... Uh, from Carolina, he got traded to Calgary. Uh, oh, what's his name? Yeah, hang on. I, we're we're good, right? Yeah, we're really one good. of the lead, he's he's your best player, and you don't even know his name. Um, Elias Lindholm. Lindholm. So Lindholm got traded to. Oh, sorry, from Calgary. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I so Lindholm got traded yeah. to. Yeah. That was one of our finer moments. That's right. Uh, got traded to Calgary. Now they need a goal scorer. Yeah. Right. And they're willing to give up another defenseman, but they've already given up uh, Noah Hannafin. So we shall see. But they are in the market, and that goes back to St. Louis, who is. Yeah, uh, shopping some people and the two biggest names that we've heard from there and I'm having a hard time believing it one is Alex Pietrangelo and yeah, the huge. other one is Tarasenko's Tarasenko. name is out yeah. there do you think they would trade Tarasenko? It, 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 for me it depends Like if they're doing that then it is a wholesale like rebuild right that's you know it's uh that's tantamount to what they're doing in Ottawa, kind of right now. I mean, that's a that's blowing everything up and it all depends, I guess, what what the, the management wants to do, but. Would I would I be completely shocked by it? No, I wouldn't be completely shocked because I think they could get um, some a good serviceable, not just serviceable players back, but good good quality prospects, but also draft picks. Is this year draft year coming up? I, I don't know. Is it is it uh, deep at all? I don't know about the depth, but I know the number one guy, uh, Hughes, Jack Hughes, is yeah. supposed to be a superstar in the league. Now, um, as is often the case in the NHL. And um, you know the media, being uh, Toronto being the epicenter of sports media in in this country, it seems like every single rumored player, yeah, UFA, or, uh, or someone who might be traded, yeah. is going to, to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And so, sure enough, this week, 
we hear that Alex Pietrangelo would be a perfect, perfect defenseman. Spot, yeah, for he would fit really well into the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, and then then again, you know, there was that long-standing rumor uh, that Nylander was going to go to Carolina, and they were, they were going to get they were going to get uh, um, you know was it I think it's Slavin or some high-quality young uh, defenseman back. Uh, now they've shipped. Obviously, uh, the media has turned itself away from Nylander because he has a deal, and they moved to Kapanen, right? But you know, it, it, as a Leaf fan, you know, and I am a Leaf fan, it, it gets actually tiresome after a while because it's just, you, you're right, every single story, every single quality player out there, you know, regardless of how much money they're making, regardless if the Leafs could actually afford them or not, is somehow, you know, legitimately uh, connected, you know, the, the insider information has brought them, you know, connecting them to, to the Leafs, and, and, and it gets actually tiresome. Well, the two that I'm getting a kick out of right now, so one is uh, Alex Pietrangelo. Yeah. Uh, how would they fit him under the salary cap? With, I, I have no And clue. then the other one no is, is Wayne Simmons, who's yeah. a UFA at the end of the year. Yeah. And the only reason Wayne Simmons' name came up is because they lost to Boston last week, and I didn't watch the game, <laughs> but apparently there was, uh, they were outmatched physically. So now... Yeah. Now so we got to toughen up. Th- yeah, now that they've got their free agent signed up for the yeah. year, now it's about toughness. toughness and there's always yeah. like there's always chaos in Toronto. Even though the team is like they're going to make the playoffs easily, they'll be a hundred plus point team. They'll have one of their best seasons in franchise history. They're twenty one and ten right now. The, they're they've, third they've, in the league, right? Like it's just they're tied yeah. for tied in a, in a, tied for second. I mean, Tam- I don't think anybody's going to catch Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to be, you know, your President's Trophy winner. I think I think they are they're an exceptional team. Uh, they're they're I think odds on favorite. But but again, even when you come down to to bookies, I, I should I should take a, I should have taken a look at the the odds, the Vegas odds on this. But I'm sure it's still Toronto is like on the, on the top. At, you know, it's just it gets a little bit ridiculous. I don't see how Tampa is is a contender for the cup. <laughs> no, they're only. Winning the NHL right now by eight points, not even halfway through the yeah, season. Yeah, their last ten games is they're they're nine and one. So yeah, I and don't. And they've I only scored one hundred and thirty four goals. Yeah, exactly. So last thing Ridiculous. I'll say before maybe we go on to our winners and losers is, is going back to Toronto, and as a non-Toronto fan, I've always been fascinated with the number of players who are either going to sign or get traded there. So yeah. this goes back to Peter Forsberg. I think was playing for Colorado yeah. and was going to be oh, an unrestricted free agent. Absolutely. Forsberg was going to Toronto. Um, I think Eric Lindros in his prime was, was going, going to Toronto. To Toronto. Yeah, right? and then he did get there, but uh, Gretzky. Gretzky was going to Toronto, but Gretzky actually did get traded to Toronto. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. And you told me next, this story. Yeah. You told me this, yeah. Yeah, so. There you go, folks. You guys want some wonderful lunch? It's available today. Uh, yeah, so Forsberg was a big one. Gretzky, uh, Lindros. Of course, Stamkos was coming to Toronto. Oh, yeah. And then they yeah. landed Tavares, and, and they're they like, we told you so. We so, knew yeah. that it would happen. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's, it's, it's just inevitable, this. right? So, If they don't make it past the first round this year, will will it be full panic in Leafland? Oh, I, I think so. Well, the, the other, just, and again, we don't want everything to be about the Leafs here, but the, 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 the fascinating piece to this is, 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 is this, right? The way things break down with, with the playoffs and, and how things are organized, uh, it's not seated, and I think we've talked about this before, yeah. it's not seated like tennis. And, and it is very possible that they You just get, made a tennis reference? I did. <laughs> I know. It's not seated, it's not like. seated like tennis. But tennis is actually relatively... T- if, you, if, if you're a low-ranked low, low ranked player and you beat a top-ranked player, then you get that seed. Right, and as it should, and it's not the same way in in, in, in hockey, and so it's very it's very um, realistic to see a first round exit for Toronto. And I think you're right; the panic button 
would be uh, would be present. And you know what? That what happened the day after? There would be nonstop coverage of the need to change the playoff format. Yeah, that, in, in, in Toronto's favor. <laughs> that's yep. so. In April, if they get eliminated in the yeah. first round, yeah, that will right. be the push. That's right. For several weeks is how the playoff format is. It's, it's just ridiculous. It is. Anyways, let's turn our attention back to the league, which is actually a greater league than the NHL. And uh, Winners uh, and losers time? It's winners and losers time. So, so, boys, this is a really interesting winners and losers this week because our top winner and our top loser had uh, pretty significant gains or losses for the week. Uh, in the loser's case. And then everything else was fairly flat. Like the the other second and third place winners and losers, not a huge gain this week. So I don't know if uh, let's – shall we talk – let's do something different. Okay. We'll talk about our biggest winner and then our biggest loser. Oh, and we've never done this. Yeah, this is good. So let's, let's talk about this week's ba- uh, biggest winner who has been – uh, I think both on both sides of the winners and losers a, a bunch of times. And and uh, this week's biggest winner is who? Yeah, it's Uncle Martian at 9.5 uh, points, Colbert, which Arianna is excellent. Thurston, it's a busy day today at Trenton High School. To the main <laughs> All right. So our biggest winner is Uncle Martian going up 9.5 points. So he had one night that was just epic. He had a huge night, and it was it was uh, it was pretty good, it, and, and and it was awesome to see awesome to see his jump. The the biggest loser uh, this week, uh, unfortunately, is PMF uh, with a drop of twelve and a half points. So PMF, our buddy, is down uh, to ninety six and a half points. And again, I think you know it's you're going to see some of these managers on both the winners and losers sides starting to to think about at the very least making a big deal. What do you think about PMF and, and his situation here now? Well, I don't know. I, I want to look further into why he fell so much this week, and I'm wondering if him and Gump are in competition for some categories, so he stole some points. Yeah, Even though they're far away in the standings, that's I wonder true. if... Things are still fairly tight, right? Like, things are pretty pretty tight here. Um, our second winner of the week, if we're going back and forth, our second winner is, is Zoltak with... with uh, Zoltak, sorry. Man, why do I say that? It's okay. Zoltak with a climb of four points. Yeah, so I'm happy. Over. So last week we said we really want to see some of the guys at the bottom half of the league make a jump. Yeah. So Zoltak went plus four for the week. I was texting with him a few weeks ago. He said he likes his team. Yeah. He, he, they just have underperformed. So I'm, you know, there's nowhere to go for him but up. So I'm really happy that Zoltak had a plus four point weekend, and um, he may be climbing into tenth soon. Yes, and to correspond with uh, our second biggest losers, yep. actually tied this week, and it yep. was really insignificant. Uh, you and uh, the White Flame dropped minus two point five points. Yeah. Uh, uh, no biggie. No really? big. No biggie. But I look. I look at. I look at. You know, my team. I'm at 82 points now. I think at the, this week the highest I was at is 88 or 87. So I've been up and down this week, un- unfortunately, and I had another drop of one last night. But you know, and it's the same thing with uh, Mike. Mike's been struggling a little bit. Uh, he's at 59, but he had. A, he had. A, he had a. At least he was on the plus side last night. Um, but as you know, the this stuff changes every week. Uh, I think. If I'm going to make a guess, I'm going to be in and around the 80 points again uh, next week, and I don't think I'm going to be doing too much there. Mike, you never know. He may, may be making another massive deal. Our third winner of the week uh, with, a, with a climb of three points overall is? Marshawn's Tongue, and that was all last night. So he had a good night last night yeah. uh, in some categories. Uh, took a jump of 4.5 points, so really successful um, week for him. And he's, 
he's into third place. But look now. at his categories. Let's just let's just stick on on Warham here for a second. Um, he's he's top in goals, top in assists, top in points, top in power play power play goals, top in power play points, and top in game winning game winning goals, and top in shots on goal. Yet he's in third, and. If this guy doesn't pull a deal and make a trade to do something for goaltending, he's as dumb as I am. Wow. And that's dumb. Wow. Are You You sound angry at I'm, him. Is I'm, there some sort no, of background? No, no, no. There's there? nothing. I am just saying I am questioning Worm's sanity. San, not just sanity. Um, intellectual ability. Let's just say that. He may be... Because, I mean, hey, if you want to just take third, that's fine. He may be the new careless whispers of the pool. That's, and that's, that's a bad thing to be. I think he might be. You know what? You might be intimidating him right now. You raised your voice, and you actually turned a little red when you're, did you were – there's something going on. Did you see my, my, my wave, the wagging of my finger going too? I did. Yeah. I did. So here's what I there's think. There's nothing going on, by the way. So Marshawn's tongue uh, is way over in games. He always is, but he likes to max out games. He has, Maybe he's done the research that there are there's more scoring early in the season is what he says. Wow, that's what he says. So uh, he's leading those categories, but he's got to be concerned because there's no place to go but down there. But I guess, I mean, the opportunity is if he gains another 10 or 15 goalie points, which are there for the, the taking, then he wins the pool. So Yeah, well, he's, if he, he has to make a deal. There's no way. There's no way he's catching, there's no way he's catching uh, Heisenberg and, and, and uh, Gibby with, uh, without doing something in that. He knows that. All right. We, All right, here we know, go. Well, let's see. We're going to see what's going on. So here, uh, we're going to go on to our main topic now. We have a special guest coming up. Uh, so we're going to talk about free agent... Tom Foolery. Yeah, free agent foolery. Free agent foolery. So here we go. All right, here we are for episode 20's main topic of FA foolery. Yes, F.A. Foolery. F-A- I, I like how F- we've come up with an, a name that is PG-friendly. And uh, we have a very special oh. guest here. So uh, I'm so la- happy about this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest is our current leader, the notorious G.I.B.B. He brought his own intro music. That's fantastic. It's like wrestling. He is. Uh, is he like, wearing a robe? He's like a wrestler. I think he's... Hey, hey man, how you doing? All right. This was some sort of a fantasy podcast. I've got a couple of fantasy problems that uh, might involve a couple of shaylas. <laughs> what kind of accent is he using? I don't know. Is that Australian? No, I think German? it's German. Serbian. Serbian. Are you making fun of? I was raised on the mean streets of Sydney, you bloke. <laughs> you making? I'm, I'm Barry freaking Kip. You better watch out. I'll come down there. I'll kick you in your dungarees. <laughs> With, he's, with the, he's going to kick me in my dungarees with his blunt stones. With his <laughs> blunt stones, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what's uh, happening. Welcome, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, I was expecting a couple of Sheila's here. Where's, where's Brittany? Where's Angela? Was I misled? Uh, you'll probably hear them on the announcement shortly. It's yeah. been an announcement-filled day today. Yeah, it's, Busy it's day been, here at Springfield High School. That's right. All right, well, champ, how you doing, man? I was told this is a fantasy podcast. I wanted to talk about my fantasy of, of you know, uh, it involves my brother Maurice, my dear brother Maurice, and a, uh, a vat of orange jello and, and, and several kangaroos uh, mating with a wallaby. And some shrimp, and some shrimp on the Barbie. And a mirror ball. And a mirror ball. Yeah, in, t- in tight polyester pants. 
We can talk about any fantasy you want, yeah, there, there, there Mr. Gibb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was good. Uh, now, now you're talking. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of fantasy, I just uh, before I, you know you take the podium here, I just want to say, uh, as a manager this year, you uh, I was looking at your stats: four weeks in first, three weeks in second, two weeks in third, and the first week in fifth, which is not significant. So uh, you're having it's uh, remarkable a great season there, Mr. Helmer. Technical difficulty. Hello? Hello? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, sorry. Hey, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. There's uh, somebody in my office here, a strange-looking man who uh, just ran out. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I got my phone back here. Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I'm not too sure what that was about. Uh, All right. Remind, I... me never to leave, remind me never to leave my phone unattended in a sexual interference trial. <laughs> I, I did something similar yesterday, but uh, yeah. Hence the the minor name change. Uh, that was good. I, yeah, that was good. That was good. I like yes. that. All right, man. So yeah, talk to us about your season. Yeah, you're, it's it's amazing. Well, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's going well, uh, fellas. Uh, it's 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 going well. Um, I'm a little surprised. Yes, I've been a little bit lucky. Um, thanks for the high praise there, Kamish. Uh, the sort of backhanded praise with uh, the fact that I've uh, managed to uh, luck out or skill out in your. Uh, Estimation. Skill but, out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see where the luck. Actually, I don't see you haven't you haven't really lucked out though this season. I I am not seeing I'm not seeing the same same luck that say uh, maybe other managers are having or like you haven't been really plagued too bad by by the the injury bug. I mean, I, you got Arvidsson and stuff, but I don't think you have been plagued too too bad. So I'm chalking this one up to s- solid skill. Well, Arvidsson, uh, I managed to uh, scoop up off the. Uh, FA wire and uh, at the expense of uh, some other manager uh, who I've been uh, enjoying uh, lately. So that's um, that's yeah, that's kind of what uh, I mean. My IR troubles, I've kind of managed to avoid those by taking advantage of other people's IR troubles. So, and uh, and then hence uh, the FA foolery stuff that's happening right now. Hence the FA foolery, yeah, exactly. That's uh, the FAF. <laughs> the FAF. Right. Foolery right. wasn't the original term we had for this, of course. No, that's right. All right. I, so let's get into um, let's. So you've had a good season, largely injury free right now. Um, but if we're looking at the PR 15s of your player players, Stamkos, who wasn't really performing, has now really stepped it up. Sean Monahan's unbelievable. Landeskog, Wheeler as well. Wheeler, right? like yeah, it's just it's you know we can talk about your free agent pickups and look at Hurdle supporting cast, but. Man, you've got a good team. Yeah, and and I don't see if I'm going back and looking at the standings and categories like, you know, just a little bit earlier before you jumped on, we we, we uh, read out the categories that Warm is is leading in, and, and it's numerous. And they, sorry, they are numerous. But if I look at your 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 categories, there's a whack load of 11s. So my guess is that you're you're just barreling down on 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 Warm right now, like uh, like uh, a BG on on polyester. <laughs> I like that analogy. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Warham, um, no offense to uh, the, uh, his esteemed one. Um, I, I never really considered a, a huge threat, even when he was kind of, uh, you know, breathing down my neck there. He's just way overpaced. He's just, he's been playing and overplaying. I know he does that as a, as a management uh, style or a management yep. strategy uh, every year. But, um, and then, yeah, I looked at the IR with, uh, with uh, the commish there, and I, I, I didn't really see him as, uh, I saw him kind of as maybe starting to take a little bit of a dip in the standings. So the guys that I was looking for, um, 
were Finger and Heisenberg, really the, the guys that are uh, the, yeah. the two biggest threats to uh, unseat uh, me from the temporary throne here. So, so those uh, those are the, still the teams that you're identifying as, as your biggest risks right now is uh, uh, PMF and, and uh, Heisenberg? Heisenberg, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Heisenberg has an has a absolutely stacked team. The fact that he was able to afford to sacrifice a guy like Sega um, sure. to acquire, you know, an upgrade in goal. Um, and, I mean, he made his team better just by getting rid of Corey Crawford. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, you're right. By subtraction. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's actually amazing that he, when he looked at all of his categories, we made the deal pretty quick. I think it was um, two or three texts and the deal was done. But... Uh, Tyler Sagan was somebody who he doesn't need. He's doing so well in offensive categories with the other guys. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So, so he was able to cast him off and pick up a keeper in Ben Bishop at twelve bucks. You know, the fi- the fifth rank. So, good deal for him. Yeah, and he got rid of Corey Crawford. And I need to use Corey Crawford to get games now. So. You know, I'm going for wins and shutouts and a hope and a prayer. That's it with that guy. So, yeah, in Chicago, it's definitely going to happen with their season. Oh, they, they, they're going to get lots <laughs> of wins and shutouts. It's coming, Robert, buddy. Yeah. It's coming. So let's go Let's go actually to, to the FA Foolery here. We'll come back to it. And, uh, Angelo, why don't you start us off here? <clears throat> well, actually, I'm just going to let Aiden. We're going to uh, talk about. Oh, he's steering. He's the captain. Aiden's going to talk about. Captain, my captain. He's, he's made some pretty awesome FA pickups. Oh, epic and, ones. And epic. not only are they awesome from a, a fantasy hockey perspective, but from a mind game perspective, uh, they're brilliant. Well, so, I think it's even better that they're mind game. Like we we let, let let we can rank these as best actual fantasy FA pickups. Well, that's not but, fun. Be, but best mind game pickups is actually even better. So, Aiden, take it away, man. Well, uh, thank you very much for the uh, the conch once again. Last time we were talking about Halak um, when I was on, so I won't rub that one into uh, no more salt in the wound on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know if that was really counted, right? That was that was more of sort of opportunism. Um, it was just sort of jumping on a guy that uh, I thought might you know be good because Rask was having such a, a difficult time as we all knew, um, and that was sort of early season. But the ones that I was sort of thinking about were the guys that are either dropped because they go on IR or they're underperforming. I know we sort of covered this before, but then, you know, when you when you take that chance and sort of grab uh, one of those guys that, you know, another a rival manager had either drafted or that you know holds in high regard, and then, yeah, you get to grab them and then catch them at, uh, you know, when they sort of catch fire. So the guys uh, the guys that I was looking at were Shea Weber. That's a guy that, uh, yeah. you know, I've, I don't know if I've ever had him on a roster. Um, I don't think in, you have, uh, in no. This league. But, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously a, a great player. And at the time, I was uh, really struggling in power play goals. Um, Weber was sitting on the IR, and I just, uh, and I know Warham had drafted him, so gave me a little bit of extra pleasure just to <laughs> grab that little stash, that little IR stash. And then uh, when I activated him, he got like five points in his first five games or something like that, a couple power play goals. So got me right back into the, the thick of that uh, standing. Uh, Gensel was another guy. Gensel was um, a guy that I had like right at the top of my draft list uh, for left wingers. I really thought he was going to have a dynamite season playing with Crosby and uh, Hornquist or whoever else they put on that wing. Yeah, and that was another guy who was just really underperforming. Um, he was drafted for like thirteen bucks, really late. I was really surprised he went that late. And I, I know I was in on the bidding for him, but I think it was when I was just running out of money and couldn't afford him. But yeah. so I was happy to see when when he came up. I mean, when when he. Uh, came up on the FA wire. Um, you know, he was busted down to the third line in Pittsburgh. They had just lost like seven games. Matt Murray was doing nothing. Um, yeah, and he was he was playing third line minutes, and uh, so I, you know, took a chance on him and put him into the the lineup. And he and, and I think Crosby was out of the lineup as well at that point. He was injured, and the next game he came back, and you know, Gensel's been on fire 
ever since then put that line together with Gensel Crosby and Kessel and uh, that just caught fire yep. and he's so, been producing ever since alright so I um, before you go on to your next ones uh, I would I would throw Yarrow Halak in there in terms of mind games because uh, we made a trade last year that didn't work out for you and this has yep. been kind of um, a very patient methodical approach to kind of get back and feel a little bit good about that trade. So having Yarrow Halak become the number one goalie in yeah, Boston. that's true. While, while Tuka Rask um, struggles. You know, struggles and yeah. sits on the bench. That's right. It's complete payback for you. So even though that wasn't one that was dropped and picked up, I mean, in terms of mind games, that one's a great one. Yeah, but at the same time, too, on that, and, and on the mind game piece, too, is I noticed, Angela, you have this wonderful – uh, table here and I can't help but notice that my my name is like littered through the whole thing so um, I dropped I dropped that player I dropped Halak twice and uh, so that, that it, 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 it actually it, it, it actually does so uh, he's feeding two birds with one scone <laughs> with this one feeding two birds with one scone <laughs> all right now Shea Weber um, I think it's great because your pseudo nemesis Marchand uh, drafted him for eleven dollars. He yeah. held on to him, and then he had to let him go because he got in IR trouble himself. And because you're healthy, yep, you uh, you pick up a, a keeper because Weber is a keeper yep. at eleven bucks, uh, and you get to dig uh, warm a little bit. So that was a nice one. That's epic. Yeah, and he's, is he the best defenseman in the league in the last couple of weeks? Oh, he's been w- w- yeah, he's without a doubt. Yeah. Well, I'll take it. Uh, the third guy I was going to mention was Arvidsson. Uh, just a recent pickup uh, that. Uh, Angelo, you yourself had to uh, had to part with. Um, very useful player. He was a point a game player before he uh, got hurt. He's always good for sort of multi cats. Uh, you know, he got a lot of shorthand points, I believe, last year. And uh, you know, he's a he's a first line player on um, our, our, one of the top teams in the league right now. And yeah. uh, that's never a bad thing to add um, and stash away for when he could be used. And it's and it's not a major injury either. It's a broken thumb. It's not like it's a concussion or a groin injury or something that might actually affect their. You know their actual play. I think once this is healed, it's you know he's back to 100 percent fairly easily. He's I, already skating. Yeah, and he's I think working out. You know. Yeah, I think this one stings Angelo a little bit more too. Is oh, I know it does. So. It he, does. He he drafted him. He spent 92 dollars on him. And when you yeah. drop a player that you you spend that much money on, it's it's almost like a double whammy. Well, he was a point of player guy, and he is a multi category guy. He's like a perfect fantasy guy. Yeah. I just had yeah. no choice. I had so many injuries, like. I was he was on my list of guys that I might keep at the end of the year. He's scoring goals, uh, he plays power play, short and all the like everything you would want and then I just couldn't keep him. So I was I was obviously eyeing him up as I'm sure many managers were to add him again. I just couldn't. No. And then I looked the other day and gone. Aiden Helmer picked him up. So and so I'm staying. not going to lie, I, I'm losing sleep over that one. Well, the the other thing too, it's yes. not it's not like yes. <laughs> it's not like somebody somebody below you picked him up. It's somebody who who you're really um, trying to to catch up to. Uh, you know what's even, that's, the, yeah. that's the sting. You know what's even sting. worse, Aiden? Uh, Tell me. 24 or 48 hours after you picked him up, uh, there's finally a little news update on him. I see on RotoWire or something that he's three weeks away from returning. Oh, okay. So, yeah, good for you. I was I was going to add him with a couple weeks to go, but I just uh, I couldn't do it. So, yes, I would add one, one more. One man's trash, eh? One man's trash. Yep. Right. Can I add one more win for you on the free agent market? Uh, uh, that's, uh, I think, a little bit of uh, gameplay as well. Is You picked up uh, Casey DeSmith, who's the seventh-ranked goalie right now. Uh, once again, I had picked him up and dropped him, So, but it doesn't really hurt me. Um, I think who it hurts is PMF because yeah. he spent yeah. so huge on Murray. 
Yeah. And he is one of your main competitors, and you have neutralized him by taking their best goalie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've neutralized him, but it was the, the, that one That one was a bit of luck. I mean, it was a bit, uh, you know, it was a bit of skill, I guess, as well, whatever you want to call it. But I had taken a look, obviously, at Matt Murray's play, and it was crap. Um, he's just not his usual self this season. Um, he's had some injuries, but even when he's been in there, I don't think he's been a reliable goaltender, and I think you can just look at, uh, I mean, PMF would be the first guy who would tell you that. Um, he's not played up to expectations, and then you get a guy like DeSmith, who is not green, right? He's a 27-year-old um, sort of journeyman uh, goaltender who's been around the AHL. He knows how to stop a puck, and he comes in, and he uh, and he does the trick for them, and obviously, I mean, when I picked him up, he, I think he had already put up two shutouts or something like that, so his his player rating was was fairly inflated. I didn't benefit from those shutouts. I sort of picked him up after that happened. Um, so his his player rank was pretty inflated. I think he was around nine or ten, something like that. I wasn't sure if he was going to stay up there, but I mean, he's just rattled off like six out of seven wins or something like that. He hasn't let you know. He had a bad game against Chicago there, but before that, he hadn't let in you know more than three goals in a game in like seven or eight starts or something like that. So he was yeah, he's been fantastic, and it just happened you know right around the same time that Pittsburgh made their big turnaround here. But um, but I can't take I can't I can't just you know gloss myself. I, I don't want to be a, a, a I don't want to be a worm coming in here. So I will say that um, there were I, I've made a few mistakes as well. I've made a few errors. Uh, I'm not perfect. So there are a couple. There were a couple guys that um, that I dropped and are definitely stinging me right now. And, I know um, your big one. Yeah, tell us your big one. Tell us your big one. Yeah. Well, actually, both of them. There's there's two main ones and. Uh, Nick in a box is the recipient of my sloppy seconds on both of those guys, and uh, imagine where he would be right now without Dylan Larkin and Cam Atkinson. Those yeah. two are those are the two guys that I'm looking at right now that uh, are my biggest regrets. I dropped Larkin very early. Um, I was overloaded at centers. I had uh, Stamkos and Monahan as my top two, and then I had Couture and uh, Larkin as the other two. And Larkin had a you know a bit of a I mean it was Detroit, so he was a minus player every night. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't want to take that on, so I just dumped him, didn't really think twice about it. And then he just caught fire, shorthanded points, power play points. Like, he's the he's Mr. Everything there for Detroit. I think he's a top 10 center right now. I haven't looked at his uh, he's PR, lately. Number nine. It just, it just hurts too much, you know, so I haven't really looked at that whole lot. But, um, Ooh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you see, look at Nick's, uh, he, no one's going to catch him in shorthanded points, right? He's, no. he's just way out in front. That could have been me. Could have been me. Well, what's crazy is... <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then Cam Atkinson. Cam Atkinson, those two guys, yeah, twenty-eight bucks uh, for the two of them to keep both of those guys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Atkinson came down to it was uh, that was something where I wanted. I, I, I can't exactly remember how it happened. I think it was Rene was coming back. He was on the IR, so I obviously had to activate him. I had to drop a guy at, at that point. I was a little overloaded on the right side, and I kind of sat down and I was, I was like, okay, between Cam Atkinson. And TJ Oshie, which one am I going to drop? Which one am I going to keep? Yeah. And I obviously chose wrong because I, uh, yeah, I dropped Atkinson. Oshie got, you know, brained and went on the IR for a while, and Atkinson turned into one of the premier right wingers in the league. Well, there you go. So hey, a couple of misses, but uh, a whole lot of hits for uh, for you. I would say when it comes to FAs, you're saying Barry Gibb had a whole lot of hits. <laughs> a lot of hits, man. Some solid gold there, you know, man. And a couple me, of misses. Man. Solid gold. All right, so listen, uh, we're um, we're gonna wrap this uh, this one up. Anything else you want to add here before we uh, we say goodbye and you can go back to your your trials? <laughs> um, let me see. I don't know. I I don't want to chew up uh, 
I don't want to chew up any dead air time here. So, uh, yeah, I just got one more thing to say. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the notorious GIB, the legend, the legend. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, is he still there? I think I don't know. Oh, he's, a, he's dancing. <laughs> not even Saturday night and he's having the best time of his life. I just hung up on, sorry, I had to hang up on you there. Um, <laughs> Didn't mean to. Oh, that was actually a fade out. It was. That was a fade out. There, there are, if we if we kind of, you know, um, go back to the F.A. Foolery, your F.A. Foolery list, there there are some other massive names on this. Like, So let's talk about some. Your name, and I, actually, just to cut you off, and I don't, I, and I apologize, but your name is on, uh, is in your drop by column just as much my as my name is, and I'm just looking at this as Patriots, 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 and yep. Whispers. But we're, you know, we're two of the most active uh, managers. That's true. We, that's true, we that's can't, true. we're we're never satisfied, so that's not surprising. So uh, we're we're kind of wrap this up, but let's look at some uh, mind games that I think have been brilliant this year. Yeah. For me, the the number one FA mind game all year has been uh, Marshawn picking up Jeff Skinner. A one dollar drafted player, and uh, I don't, I don't even want to talk about it because what a troll is, job! Yeah, it's 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 the uh, the the most painful experience of um, your life. Yeah, and I and I've been to to the doctor for some certain checkups. So, <laughs> well, I think you should go again. Yes, after thank this you. one, thank you. All right, so good job to Warham because I think that one is one that will haunt you. These those are the kind of drops and ads that haunt managers for more than one season. Oh, this is you know. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. This yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. But and let's let's keep with uh, Warham. And this was not even meant to be a troll job. No, this is good though. But um, <laughs> Warham picking up uh, Elias Pettersson. Yeah. Is driving Mike Hughes crazy. Like oh, Mike Hughes wants this guy so, so desperately. Yeah. And I've known Mike for a while. He's yeah. wanted guys before, but. Uh, <laughs> but but this is be this is this is above and beyond that. Vancouver, I mean, uh, exactly. He's a Vancouver. Uh, Elias Pettersson's a Vancouver guy. That's right. The, the, Mike's and, a Vancouver we're guy. We're just saying this, right? We're just putting two and two together, and getting the fact that Mike's sitting at home, uh, trying to 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 fashion some sort of a deal where he can can land that player, but it's not happening. The guy is going to be clearly rookie of the year so far ahead. Why and, would and Mar- why would Marshawn's tongue ever I don't trade know. Him? I don't know. Another um, one, who do you think in terms of like like uh not 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 necessarily a Skinner or a Pedersen, but some somebody that is is kind of up there that needs to be uh mentioned at least. Well, I'm going to do uh two players in Combo. one there. And this is uh the White Flame getting back at Marshawn a little bit, picking up Aiden Hill last week. Oh, that's a good one. Just yeah. before Ranta got the big injury. That's right. And then right after the injury, I picked up Darcy Kemper. I was stuck on the 401. There was a big was accident good. in Brighton. And I looked and I saw Ranta was out for the year. I picked him up. Yeah. And then I texted Warham. So I think uh, a combo, Mike and I did a great troll job on there. And did you see Ranta was dropped today? Yeah. Warham and, can't take but, it. But, but, but no, he can't take it. But the fact of the matter is this, is it's not just like, you know, yeah, I'm missing out on Skinner and, a goal, uh, and, and goals and all of this. But Warham desperately needed to be picking up that goalie. He needed to be picking up, uh, up Kemper. And you zoomed in. Like if he had that goaltender, I think his situation would be a little his it would be different. His desperation the the, the uh, would be would be not as as pronounced as it is. And now he's um, sitting at home listening to this, being reminded that he doesn't know the anything. troll job that no, yeah, the troll job that you just did. All right, so let's. I'm going to throw out three troll jobs that are goalies 
uh, for different reasons. So uh, Miko Koskinen to me is a bit of a troll job. Yeah. Um, on you because you dropped him. Yeah. Um, on PMF. Yeah. Uh, because uh, PMF has picked up Cam Talbot. Yeah. But also a little bit on Gibby because Gibby spent uh, ninety-one bucks on Talbot. Talbot. Yeah. He dropped him for no one, and then. Uh, here goes Bolby again with a potential Vasilevsky $25 keeper guy. Uh, you know, you, guy smells out goaltending talent. On the other end, though, um, you know, when uh, Vasilevsky got hurt, yeah, uh, Doug's good friend Heisenberg immediately picked up yeah, awesome. Louis Domingue. So there was no, no, no friendship text there, no heads up. But do you remember that? And I texted you that. I sent you the picture when it came through Twitter, and I saw that that uh, Vasilevsky was going to be out. And, and, and what was your response? I don't remember. I remember because well, I had I the other, You said, don't tell anyone. So I'm going to implica- uh, implicate you into this as well. But anyways, I love that. I love the fact that, that uh, uh, Heisenberg uh, swooped in. And got and 12. I think he got 12 wins from him too. Uh, yeah, now know. that Vasilevsky's back. That is awesome. I love it. You know, when, a, when a friend immediately stabs another friend in the back of this pool, you know things are going well. So good. I just wonder why you don't do that. You don't stab anybody in the back. I'm, I'm the commissioner. I got to play. I guess you got to be board, a little bit above board. Above board yeah. The final one I'd like to mention for goalies yeah. is um, the Winnipeg backup, uh, Leroy Brassard. We can Brassard. never, we can never pronounce no. his name. Nope. This troll job to me is just a constant reminder to you yeah. that Hellebuck is having a terrible season. Sure. He so he has dropped and added on a weekly basis sure. by players. Yeah. At some point, and I think the temptation will be for you to pick him up yeah. just so people stop doing that. And, and well, it, like he's been he's been dropped by me. You, Nick, uh, me again, and then Hennessy. So and then picked up by Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yep, it's is fantastic. So, absolutely, that's a biggie. It's a biggie. And and do you, let, let's let's move up to the very last one that you want to talk about is patches. Well, yeah, a good troll job by Nick. So Nick traded me patches earlier this year for yeah. O'Reilly. O'Reilly went on a massive tear. Patches was terrible. He got hurt, so I dropped him. Yep. Nick added him again, and yeah. now he's scoring. So Nick actually got O'Reilly and, and ready for no one. For nothing. Yep. So thanks a lot for that, Nick. That was That's actually good. And is that the one that we're ending on, the fact that the one – oh, no, we got one more? No, I think we're done. Uh, well, yeah, you we'll know talk about Angelo there. Yeah, Heisenberg did a small uh, yeah. troll job on me. He picked up uh, Peter Angelo on on waivers the other day, even though he's out for yeah. long term. But it's just a reminder that – uh, a guy that I spent 71 bucks on, yeah, had high hopes for him. Again, is gone. This is an Arvidsson player again. Man, I had if to I drop go him. back and I start looking at this, you've dropped 71 dollars. You dropped 82. Was it 92? 92 dollars. Like there's some key people from your draft night that you have dropped. But if you, you know, I know. Uh, it, it's anyway, I'm just saying. Just every saying. year, if you look at the roster makeups, if sure. you click on roster, yeah, I don't have anyone from my draft. I. No, you don't. I have commitment issues, clearly. Yeah, absolutely. All right, on that so note. That, on that note, that brings us uh, to a close of episode 20. Uh, 21 is next week. Uh, Angelo, tell the lads what we got planned. Well, this is the last one before our Christmas break, and it's going to be a big one. We are going to create... We're not doing a Christmas Day special? Uh, we'll be back for Christmas, but we might not be able to launch until Boxing Day. There we go. We are going to do our first ever League of Ordinary Gentlemen trade bait board. Oh, wow. Yep, I think this one's going to be so, fun. folks. If you log in to in, uh, to TSN, sign in, or not sign in. I guess go just just to TSN.ca. You'll see it posted that they have their trade bait board. We're going to do our own version next week, um, but obviously with that fantasy player spin. So they've done. They, they focus on real NHL. That's kind of boring. Let's focus. Uh, we're going to bring it down to to the Lug and what 
all of this means the trade bait could mean possibly means should mean to to uh, all the managers involved all right hey thanks again to um aiden and the champ I'm, and, I'm calling him the champ right now and barry gibb calling in from australia yeah that was great that was great i was right. a bit starstruck i yeah all Absolutely. right boys there we go that's it see you next week <laughs>